in regard to what is happening with the deaths of Al Wilson and Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, where do you feel music is going and why are they burning themselves out like this? <clears throat> well, I guess that great creative burst of energy that happened three or four years ago was hard to sustain. And for sensitive people, I guess, uh, uh, they might be dissatisfied with anything except, you know, the heights. And uh, when reality stops fulfilling their inner vision, I guess they get depressed. But that, that's, that's not my theory on why people die. You know, what is your they theory? Have, <laughs> sometimes it's a, it could be an accident. Sometimes it could be suicide. Sometimes it could be murder. There are a lot of ways people die. I don't really know. Uh, what a morbid question. <laughs> I hope at about age uh, 120, with a sense of humor and a nice, comfortable bed. With <laughs> no, I wouldn't want anybody around. I just want to quietly drift off. I think. Uh, I think science has a chance in our lifetime to conquer death. I think it's very possible. Well, if it did, what would happen to the spirit world? Well, they just have to fend for themselves. <laughs> Leave us poor immortals alone. I was impressed with the f fact that here is my son being interred really quite honorably into the great cemetery in Paris. I went back to my Greek teacher and I said, uh, what we're looking for is uh, something for the gravestone, which sums up his philosophy. So he put in Greek, um, true to his own destiny or true to his own spirit. And I thought that was just the perfect, perfect thing to put on his tombstone. And he went his own way, and he was true to his own ambition, to his own aspirations. And that was his goal in life, and he made, he made it. Good evening. Tonight is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. 51 years ago, James, Mug James Douglas Morrison died mysteriously in a bathtub in Paris. That, of course, was Jim Morrison's father and sister talking about Jim's epitaph and his life. And then before that, that's an interview of Jim Morrison in October of 1970. Janis Joplin had just died. Hendrix had just died. Being asked how, how he saw the end of his life, probably had no knowledge that he would be dead a year later on July 3rd, 1971. Lizard King, the poet, huh, the front man. There's always been mystery. There are many celebrities, they die. There is no autopsy that we know of, Tupac being one, although there is that photo, but it's a fake photo. This is inside the mystery of Jim Morrison's death and the disturbing theories that surround it. This is by Amy... Um, Lamoureux. Lamoureux, checked by John Kur Kur Kurowski, and it was published in, on July 3rd, two, 
2021, updated November 5th, 2021. Because no ops, no autopsy was ever performed, the truth about Jim Morrison, how Jim Morrison died in Paris in the bathtub at age 27 has remained murky for decades. On July 3rd, 1971, rock icon Jim Morrison died at the age of 27 in Paris. The untimely demise of the Doors frontman stunned the world and left his fans devastated. But the questions surrounding Jim Morrison's death have endured far longer than short time the short time he spent on Earth. He's been dead longer than he was alive. Officially, he, has, he was found dead in the bathtub in Paris by his girlfriend, Pamela Corson. French officials said that Jim Morrison's cause of death was heart failure without conducting an autopsy. Before the world knew what had happened, he was quietly laid to rest in Paris's... Uh, let's see. Père Lachaise. Père Lachaise Cemetery. To some, it seemed like a sad end to a long downward spiral. Morrison had struggled with fame and addiction for years. After allegedly exposing himself at a Florida concert in 1969, Morrison had been found guilty of indecent exposure and profanity charges that he denied. Fed up with the perils of stardom, Morrison and Corson had moved to Paris in March 1971. There, Morrison seemed to find peace. He wrote every day. To friends, Morrison appeared happy and healthy. And in photos taken during his final days alive, he looked trim and fit. And so it came as a shock to most when Morrison died suddenly on July 3rd, 1971. But not everyone was surprised. While in Paris, Morrison and Corson had apparently indulged in old habits. They also frequented Parisian nightclubs like Rock and Roll Circus, and eerily, some claim that Morrison actually died at the very same club rather than his apartment, and that a massive cover-up followed for decades. This is the story of Jim Morrison's death, both the official account and what witnesses claim actually happened. Okay. It has this other stuff, but I think we should just go to the heart of the matter. Okay. In Paris, Jim Morrison and Pamela Corson rented an apartment at 17 Rue Batrelis near the Seine River. They spent their days strolling around their adopted city. Morrison wrote nearly every day, and during the night, the couple enjoyed exploring the chic world of Parisian nightlife. Although Morrison had gained some weight, the last photos of him taken alive show a fit young man. He looked happy and at peace. The time off from his band and the demands of fame seemed to have done him good. But everything changed on July 3rd, 1971. In the official account of Jim Morrison's death scene, Pamela Corson found her boyfriend dead in the bathtub of the apartment that they shared in the city. She called for help, but it was already too late. The French police naturally had some questions, especially since Morrison was tw just 27 years old and suspected drugs. But Corson maintained that it had merely gone to dinner and a movie and listened to music at home before going to bed. She said Morrison woke up ill in the middle of the night and took a hot bath while she continued sleeping. It was soon declared that Morrison had died of heart failure. The thought to be brought on by heroin overdose. With no autopsy performed, Corson's story has taken a face value, and when she herself died three years later of a heroin overdose, it seemed that other information about Jim Morrison's death had died with her. 
But in recent years, some notable figures of the Parisian nightlife scene have told their own version of the story. How did Jim Morrison die? In 2007, a former New York Times journalist named Sam Burnett, who had managed to the Rock and Roll Circus Club in Paris, came forward with an alarming story. In Benanti's story, Jim Morrison did not die in the bathtub. Instead, in his book, The End, Jim Morrison claims that the Doors frontman actually died in a toilet stall at the Rock and Roll Circus while in Paris. Morrison had certainly spent countless nights at the venue, often alongside Corson, but on July 3rd, 1971, Burnett allegedly saw him meeting up with two drug dealers before he headed to the bathroom around 2 a.m. When Morrison failed to re-emerge, Burnett and a bouncer kicked the door down only to find him unconscious. Burnett alerted a doctor, a regular at the bar, who confirmed Morrison was dead. The flamboyant singer of the doors, the beautiful California boy, had become an inert lump crumpled in the toilet of a nightclub, wrote Burnett. When we found him dead, he had little foam in his nose and some blood too. And the doctor said there must have been an overdose of heroin. As shocking as that might seem, Burnett isn't the only person to tell this story. Writer and photographer Patrick... Let's make sure we get his name right. Shovel. Shovel. Record many of the same things. He was tending bar that night and suddenly found himself helping carry Morrison up a staircase with no ambulance called. Shovel believed Morrison had died already or passed out from the various substances. I think he was already dead, said Chavel. I don't know. It was a long time ago and we weren't and weren't drinking only water. Burnett maintains that the two drug dealers at the scene insisted that Morrison had just fainted. While Burnett wanted to call an ambulance, he was soon warned by his boss to stay silent. Ultimately, he believes that the drug dealers carried Morrison's body outside and drove him home, dumping him into the tub as Corson slept. The Legacy of Jim Morrison's Death the most widely accepted account of Jim Morrison's death is that he and Corson spent the night doing heroin and listening to music together. They snorted the drug dealer the drug because Morrison was repre- reportedly afraid of needles. Unfortunately, that particular batch of heroin was too strong for Morrison. However, many specific details of the night remain unclear, including how the rock star got into the bathtub. One theory claims that Corson personally put him in there, hoping a warm bath would alleviate his symptoms. After he died, she supposedly waited until morning to notify authorities in feigned ignorance about his drug habits. In the years since then, some conspiracy theorists have gone so far as to accuse Corson of intentionally playing a role in Morrison's death. But according to singer Marianne Faithful, it was her ex-boyfriend, Jean... Okay, here we go. Jean de Bridoil. Jean de de Bridoil, who supplied Morrison with the heroin that killed him. I mean, I'm sure it was an accident, she said, poor bastard. The smack was too strong, yeah, and he died. And yet, another wild rumor claims that Morrison took heroin by mistake that night because he thought it was cocaine instead. As no autopsy was ever performed, and many details about the fateful night remain murky, countless conspiracy theories have emerged throughout the decades. Some have even suggested that Morrison faked his own death, moving to New York City to recite poetry, or escaping to Oregon to open the Jim Morrison Sanctuary Ranch under the name of Bill Lawyer. But regardless of the specifics of Jim Morrison's death, there's little doubt that his music lives on. 
Love for the Doors and Morrison's insightful lyrics have long endured after his untimely demise. And there's no question that his contributions to rock and roll would never be forgotten. And so that's an article from last year. And the movie itself, you know, that movie, that movie by Oliver Stone. And he's in the bathtub. So I don't like the movie. I mean, yeah, there's some enjoyable moments about it. The surviving doors hated the movie, even though I think two of them were in it. (laughs) Um, And so they set out to do a documentary on Jim Morrison. Okay, is this it? So, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it, it, it that is kind of sketchy how he died. This is from the movie, which even furthers that BS. Oh, let's get some tacos. He's lying in the bathtub. Eyes are wide open. Yes, that's Meg Ryan playing very unsuccessfully <laughs> Pamela Corson. Um, uh, oh, my goodness. And uh, Val Kilmer playing Jim Morrison. Yeah. Weird film. Very weird film. I mean, there there's moments where it's kind of like, okay... The death in the film, though, I mean, you know, I often talk about rock mythology because there's a lot of mythology to rock and roll. That's one of those right there is his death. I probably, you know, he probably did die of an overdose and they probably did put him in the tub. That's what a fixer does. There are a lot of fixers in the world and 
that's something they would have done. Well, we don't want the Lizard King, you know, dying on the toilet. I mean, in you know, then there's that other one that Elvis died on the toilet. So there's there's a lot of things to that. Okay. A lot of mythology to how he actually died. The surviving doors talking about it. And, you know, they loved him. They loved him. And they had just put out L.A. Woman, the album, and it was doing well. Riders on the Storm. I don't think they ever thought. Um, this is John Densmore talking about the rumors that Jim faked his own death. I mean, there's that also about Tupac. But see, I, with those, I think that's true. But that's just me. That's just me. Here we go. When you found out that he died, what was that like? Was that the was that an expected thing? Was it a horrible shock? No. What I mean, well... No, it wasn't expected. I thought, oh, my God, he's, he's going to be an Irish drunk and live to 80. Ray and I and Robbie were at our rehearsal room and on a break. And, uh, you know, there had been some McCartney death rumors a few weeks before. And our manager told us, and we kind of... And, uh, and he just said, I'm going to get on a plane right now and go find out. Well, that was a weekend, and he went and called and said, Jim's dead, and and he didn't see him. It was a closed casket, hence the rumors, you know. And Jim was a crazy guy who no one I've ever met would be more capable of faking their death than him. But he also, I don't want to discount, he, I watched him turn into an alcoholic with a disease. We didn't have substance abuse clinics, so I didn't really, I knew there was an elephant in the room, but I couldn't define it. He's dead. Sorry. I'm sorry. Back in the 60s, I used to be in a group called The Doors. Jim Morrison, John Densmore, Robbie Krieger, Ray Manzarek. And uh, we had a lot of fun, a lot of trouble. A lot of excitement, a lot of controversy, arrests, Miami, obscenity busts, arcs all over the place, a lot of fun. Jim Morrison was a reincarnation of the Greek god. He was the road man, he was the shaman, he was the madman, and he was the sensitive poet. Rockstar died, featuring Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison died of heart failure, although there was no autopsy. So there's been a lot of theories whether he took a heroin overdose, you know, did his heart really just give out from drinking? It seems unlikely at 27, even though he's a very heavy drinker. It's strange the way these things seem to come in waves. I remember, you know, Hendrix, Joplin, and Morrison all went in a very compact period of time, and, and the face of music changed. So when they play the music, I have to pull away because I really, I love the doors and I don't want to get in trouble by the doors. So, ah, here we go. Mm. 
The death of another rock musician was disclosed today. Jim Morrison, 27 years old, lead singer of The Doors. His manager said Morrison died six days ago in Paris, either of a heart attack or pneumonia. But the death was kept secret to avoid a sensation. He was buried in Paris in the same cemetery where Balzac and other French immortals lie. Jim Morrison, the lead singer for The Doors, a rock music group, is dead. He was 27. His personal manager said he died in Paris, probably of heart failure, last Saturday. Two years before he died, Ray Manzarek, along with Robbie Krieger, visited Jim Morrison's grave. The What's interesting is, is that that was the 30th anniversary and Ray Manzarek would be dead two years later. And there was a show that I used to watch called Dead Famous. Very interesting show with Chris Fleming and Gail Porter. And I wanted, there is an, there's a photograph it's been talked about. My assistant pointed out what I, if you look in this photo to my right as you're looking at it, you see something there. It is the image of a man who appears to be wearing wearing pants, perhaps leather pants. It surprised me. I, you know, I got goosebumps when I, when I relay, when it sank in as to what I was looking at. I'm not scared by anything. This photo, made me think twice you know brett i've seen actually a lot of photographs before mm -hmm. of ghosts and sure. stuff like that and i've got to tell you this is pretty good now do you think that jim morrison was a spiritual person at all oh uh, jim's whole career his whole his life was all about spirituality driven by an incident that happened to him when he was a young child driving with his family uh, a truckload of navajo indians hit head on with another truck and uh, a young Jim Morrison, five or six years old, was passing by and saw this terrible accident. And in that transformation, in seeing that, Jim said his life was ever changed. He felt from that day forward, the spirit of the Indian 
had become one with Jim's spirit. Who or what was this that had appeared beside Jim Morrison's grave? A shadow? A trick of the light? But it looks very much like the form of a man, and a man who looks very much like Jim. Jim's own avid interest in the paranormal, combined with the evidence of the photograph, was encouraging. It was time for our investigation to move on. Jim had had many homes in LA, from the hippie hangout of Laurel Canyon, to the communes of Venice Beach, to the seedy motels of Santa Monica Boulevard. For the first... So I'm going to pull away. I encourage those of you to YouTube Jim Morrison, Dead Famous. Oh, 51 years. Play the music. If you have to watch that horrible film, I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> it's not a great film. I know that many people, oh, you know, and, and I loved them all dearly. That, oh, Val should have been nominated. No, no, no. He should have been nominated for playing Doc Holliday. I'm your Huckleberry. But Jim Morrison, that movie had so many, I mean, you want to talk about conjecture and hearsay? It's in that film. And and Oliver Stone, Oliver Stone has made some very powerful films from Platoon to Born, Born on the Fourth of July. But when it came to the doors, it was it was that that's when it, he I think he took some of the mythology and tried to make it factual. So what can we do? We can play the music. We can celebrate, you know, um. I mean, the doors from 1967 to, excuse me, 1971, they just uh, adorned the music. They were set apart from the, the, uh, the summer of love, the hippie thing, because that was not hippie music. It was dark. It was visceral. There was a lightness to it, but it was dark. The door. These were these were educated men making this very crazy uh, Shakespearean Oedipus complex paranormal anything that you blues rock. That's what this was, and you can hear it and the songs. I mean the song. Those songs are magical songs. And when you hear Jim Morrison's voice and they, oh, and they, uh, he lived it. You can hear it in his voice that he lived it. Very few singers can you actually hear that. Where, where is that one song? Back, or, um, in fact, this was on, uh, the LA Woman album. I mean, I I love all of their albums. That's the thing with The Doors is that it's not always about the singles. Those those were albums. They were albums, an album's band. And you could hear it. You could hear it in how they compiled those albums because I never felt there were fillers on the albums because they were stitched together. And the Beatles, the Beatles, I think, you know, did that as well. I mean... Let's see here. Okay. L.A. Woman, 50 year, 51 years ago. Okay. I'm looking at it. 
Okay, it wasn't on the L.A. woman. It was on Morrison Hotel. Roadhouse Blues, where he says, um, because I can't, well, we can't, we can't play. Uh, I accidentally hit play. Now it's playing. Um, you know, where he's saying you keep an eye on your road and your hand upon the wheel. Uh, and then he says, you know, he's going to grab himself a beer. <laughs> My goodness. It's, it's visual. It's visual rock. So here we are, 51 years ago. What really happened on July 3rd, 1971? Only those who are in attendance of uh, the Rock and Roll Circus Club know. Only Pamela Corson knows. And only James Douglas Morrison knows. So as always, unpleasant dreams and break on through to the other side. <laughs>